Hi, my name is Zach. I'm playing Arello, the Barbarian. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Brendis, the Thief. I'm JD. I'm playing Viatrix, the Fighter. And I'm Ryan, your Dungeon Master, and this is the Chimera Cast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChimeraCast. Okay, so when we left off last time, you guys were standing on Abdul the Ghoul's balcony, watching as the spectral palace fills the night sky. I before we get too much farther, is this something the the palace itself obviously is not does not belong there. Is it something we would recognize? I don't think we got this far last time. Okay. So if Brindis wants to, he can go ahead and spout lore. That's seven. So something interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The shape of this palace is something that historically is often associated with the time period when Imral Aleth ruled over the elves. And I definitely recognize it as Elvis architecture also. Yes. I guess everything around. Well, no, no, no. No, this is not. Isn't, not no. most elvish things in this region have been like buried. We know that there was a cataclysm that buried entire cities. There's not a lot left standing. And real quick, how do you know that? I'm the only person from around here between the three of us. So if it, if it wasn't taught to me as I was coming up, then it's it's probably not unreasonably hard knowledge to come by. So I would say that I it, it was taught to me in like, I probably had like an elvish tutor or mm-hmm. something when I was a kid. Give me brief elvish history or even drawings of elvish architecture. I can picture even even like, bedtime stories growing up if you had like uh, house servants yeah that seems really i like that a lot actually it being an, an illustration to a bedtime story that's kind of cool by the gods abdul is that what i think it is i haven't the foggiest clue what you think it is you're the smart ass looks like the drawings of elvish buildings from my childhood books he strokes his well-oiled beard perhaps it's just uh a part of the light show i'm sorry to say that this seems a little outside their purview capabilities even either of you ever seen anything like this a big floating castle in the sky no i don't believe i have though i've dreamt a lot in my time so i'm sure it's happened so many pretty colors indeed the ghoul cares not for anything that doesn't have money inside of it are you sure it doesn't have riches for you abdul when you say that his face goes from worried to Potentially interested. Perhaps, perhaps. Is it uh, something you'd be interested in gathering up for me, Orello? I don't fetch. Does anything else a dog does? Shut up. Yes, my carpet will never be replaced. Ha. Maybe if you didn't treat us like animals, I wouldn't act like one, Abdul. Brendy. What? Stop encouraging him. Abdul is like 
ushering you guys back inside and shutting his the shutters. He looks very nervous. Not nervous, scared. Hmm. To be more specific. Wait, he looks scared? Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you be scared if there's like a fucking floating castle in the sky that just appeared out of nowhere? Okay, well, fair. Fair. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty uh, universal feeling. I'm just assuming it's part of the light show, so I think uh, Viatrix is like, if if I, he like shuffles us back inside, then I'm going to stand at a window and look out. Gentlemen and lady, this has been most distressing. Your quarters are not far from here, correct? Practically speaking, no. If I was one such as yourselves, I would get inside. This is most distressing. And he, like, leans back in his divan, puts his feet up, and, like, very dramatically is, like, dabbing at his forehead. You're worried about the castle in the distance, then? It is a grim portent on such a time of festivity. One would be right to be worried. I don't care much for portents, if I'm being completely honest. Nor do I care about favors from your gods. We can do whatever we want. I, for one, would much rather maybe imbibe a thing or two before I retire. Brennis looks nervously at the, uh, like outside and out to the door. Honestly, I have some other business to attend to um, indoors, so don't worry too much about me, Abdul. Oh, Brennis, you won't be coming with us. No, 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 no. I've seen I've seen the light show every year. Uh, I to say it bores me isn't fair, but you get the gist after a couple years. He has a weak constitution, is what he's trying to say. One drink and he goes down like a sack of rocks. Uh, two, but you've caught me. Sure, uh, if you want to round up, that's fine. And Brendis is gonna like meekly get up, and I'm gonna make my way toward the door. Do we have any more business to conduct, Abdul? No, no. Good evening, my champions. Get your rest. Tomorrow will be a fraught day. Indeed it will. Fraught with a bunch of blood from our enemies. Yeah! <laughs> and he, like, sh- shoulder, like, he, like, elbows Viatrixes next to him. Oh! Oh, sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll be okay. It's... <sighs> Lead on, Arello. I'll follow you. Good night, ghoul. Excellent. So, Brendis, where are you headed to? Uh, first question is, are the betting stations still open? Yeah, they probably don't close when there's a like a gladiatorial tournament going on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so, but I'm making sure we're on the same page. Second question, am I being followed? Yes. Well, by whom? Well, first tell me how you know you're being followed. Well, people like this, people who like to follow people, put way too much effort into, try, into trying to blend in. You, you see in the, some comedies and things where somebody will go to a local, like a, in a, how do I say this? They're wearing too many things that are all locally sourced. Oh, I gotcha. So they're wearing the garb of the area and nothing else. And when somebody's putting that much effort into looking inconspicuous and also happens to be walking in the same direction that you are, Chances are, when you're somebody like me, you're being followed. Uh, yeah. I don't know that you recognize them, but they're also, they are local. Um, it's one of your mom's, like, lackeys. I want to duck around a corner as, like, start running. I'm going to start running. 
then I'm going to quickly duck around a corner. And when they come around the corner to follow me, I'm going to hold them up at knife point. Yeah, defy danger plus dex. That is an 11. Yeah, they're very surprised. What's their name? Uh, Yeah, his name is Razine. Well, Razine, what do you have to say for yourself? What are you doing dressed like that? Street clothes look terrible on you. I know. Your mother. Uh, it's her orders. Uh, look, I. it's just a job. I don't care if it's a job, Razine. I want to know what did she tell you to follow me for. She she said, you've already brought enough trouble down on the family name. She's trying to make sure that, you know, look, she just doesn't want you to get in trouble again. Oh, so now it's not bad enough that everybody calls me a fool. Now everybody is going to call me a mama's boy as well. A coddled fool. Is that what she wants to be known to have sired? Ah. <sighs> He's very uncomfortable with this whole situation. <laughs> How much did she pay you? He looks down at the knife. P- probably not enough. I- I'm sure it's not enough. Give it to me, Razine. Uh, yeah, he hands over five coin. He hands him two back. There, you get three coin to shut your trap and tell her that nothing happened. I can live with that. I thought you might. Yeah, he, uh... If you let him go, he just scampers off. He does, and I, 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 like, open the bag of coins and bite one and then start just flick it in the air. Easy money in this town. I assume it's, like, a fairly regular thing that your mom... This is my allowance. Who are we kidding? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so where are you headed to, Brendis? I am heading to the betting station to talk to Alivar. Oh, that's right. Uh, Yeah, so the betting station is arena adjacent. You get there and it's it's late enough and there's enough distractions going on that there's not really anybody else there. Alavara is high enough ranking in sort of the bureaucracy of the whole thing that she's overseeing the people at the windows who actually take bets. Well, first off, I'm going to go to the one of the windows. Do I know the person who is working the window, I assume? Uh, yes. Is an elf? Yes. Sorry, we're going to get a whole bunch of names doing stuff like this. I apologize. No, it's um, okay. How about Gorloon? 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 How's the evening? Wonderful, talkative as ever. Can I put three <laughs> coins on myself? Uh, of course, Master. Thank you. Thank you. Are you going to earn it this time? Probably not, if, they, if I have any say in it anyway. He, he chuckles. I think he's like... <laughs> Like most of the people in who actually work in the betting stations, wise to your tricks. I mean, you got caught, so yeah, yeah. It's only it they. I don't. I doubt they're supposed to take bets from me. If I would yeah. Guess. What kind of mood is Alvara in today? Should I have brought flowers? Always bring flowers, Master Brindis. I was sidetracked on the way here, unfortunately. Did you see that thing in the sky? I did. Ill omen. Ill omen. Everybody's talking about omens and portents. Do you know what it is? It looked like an elvish castle to me. I'm old, but I'm not quite that old. Something from my grandfather's time. He just kind of shrugs. Uh, Most of their own history. At this point, most of them aren't well-educated. Most elves in the city aren't educated. Uh, So 
especially about their own heritage for pretty obvious reasons. That's fair. I was just hoping you had a bit of insight for me. Can I steal her away for a minute, or is she too busy watching you count money? And he, like, looks over at her from across the room and winks at her, at Alivara. Yeah. Uh, from behind Gorlun. Well, it won't kill us if one coin or two goes missing. Or three. And he, like, looks at him for a second. Gorlun chuckles and kind of, like, walks away, giving you guys your space. This was a bribe, if that wasn't obvious. Yeah, no. That's definitely the way he took it. Oh, my darling. They've called your sweet boy a fool. Well, watching you in the arena, I would say that they're right. (sighs) Though, I suppose it's sweet that you didn't slaughter my kind like the other teams did. Uh, Not for lack of trying, but here we are. Has the night been good? Have you seen the thing in the sky? Of course I did. How could you miss it? And she, like, gestures up through the window, and it's sort of hanging right over the city. It's pictured like the moon from Majora's Mask. Like, mm. <laughs> three days! <laughs> Shit. It looks elvish to me. Does it look elvish? Of course it does. Do you think your human hands could have built anything even remotely that elegant? Nah. My human hands have touched many elegant elvish things, but nothing <laughs> like that, huh? She smiles. Enough of that. What are you here for? Well, I came to ask about that and came to see your pretty face. Is a meeting soon. Things are moving faster now. After that stunt they pulled in the arena today, certain members of our organization are out for blood. The ones from outside the city. So you know, there's elves that still live in the desert. Yeah. And they are the militant arm of the organization. Like, they're the ones supplying weapons, and if there is any sort of direct action to be taken against the city, they're the ones who will do most of the fighting. I think a line's starting to build up at the other betting station. I'm holding up one of the two is kind of how it sounds. Yeah. Well, any idea whose blood it is before I make my way? This city cheered for the slaughter of my people. There will be no targeted violence. Very well. Well, tell me what areas I should avoid when the time comes, all right? Stick to the areas where elves won't go. Very well. And, love, find Terkakul. He has the last thing you need. Brendis nods and walks away from the bedding station. He mutters to himself, I should have brought flowers. Arello and Viatrix. We got a smash cut to us already partying, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Real, real quick, I forgot, and I want you to get do the thing that your class can do. Yes. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. We just gotta yes. do better at remembering. Yes. Better late than never. Better late than never. I may be an elf, dwarf, halfling, or human. That's short. But you and your people are not from around here. At the beginning of each session, the GM will ask you something about your homeland, why you left, what you left behind. If I answer, I get an XP. Let's activate the outsider race move for the barbarian. Okay. What superstitions do your people have about entering caves, tunnels, etc.? And what lies at the root of these fears? Boy, Freud has some thoughts on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's, It's actually a very simple question um it's not that we're afraid of the caves that they dwell in but 
when uh, my people are sent out on their great hunt to find the uh, creature, uh, it is said that the creature will come from the great darkness. And it is a superstition that if one were to enter the creature's cave, it would find uh, no creature at all. It doesn't substantiate in the darkness and that you would be enveloped by it and your quest would fail. The creature is a amalgamation of what one must overcome. Okay, you get, so Orello and Viatrix are partying. What does that look like for you two? Where are we, Vi? What's what what's the name of the place that we're in now? And why do you like it? What what about its name or like its signage like drew you to it? Um is it a nice bar or like a dive? Oh, she's definitely a dive dive drinker. I would assume it would be more like if someplace Vi would want to go would be like I'm going to say like a third shift bar, but I mean like a working class bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that could be fair. Maybe it's down by the docks. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah, That's there fine. you go. That'd be, I like that. that'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. Um, yeah. Why, why would we be like, how did we discover this place? Why do we like it? Down by the docks? Is that where Magnus sticks close? Because it it's not too much, too far away from his ships. Magnus is the, the dwarf from the northern fjords, right? Yeah. Yep. So you'd want to be able to stumble home. So yeah, that makes sense then. So you would have taken me there at some point and then we got on swimmingly. So maybe no maybe it's no name, but Yeah. Yeah. It's like a an old warehouse that they just kind of gather and drink in. Yeah, it's more of a bottle share then I guess, huh? Yeah. Like, oh I got this at some distant whatever. Yeah, it's just people like sailors, dock workers. Yep. And Magnus and his probably his like house guard. Yep. So there we were, surrounded, ten to one. Orcs everywhere. Wait, 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 we? Were you even at this? You said this was hundreds of years ago. Of course, we dwarves live for a very long time. And he picks out some piece of food out of his beard and pops it into his mouth. (laughs) Indeed. Sucks the, the beer foam off his mustache. What do you know about history, young man? I know that I wrote more history than you. You can write? No, but I win a lot. Barely. (laughs) Barely? I rendered a ship. He leans back. That was impressive. I'll give you that. That's what I like to hear. (laughs) Vi, she also did stuff. Right, Vi? Uh, I was nothing. So her face is super flushed. <laughs> she definitely can't keep up. <laughs> I was blinded in a furious rage, but I'm sure she also dealt with some of our enemies. Yeah. You, you all see us, we mighty carvers of steel. My name is Orello, and this is Viatrix. Yeah. Best ye remember, dock workers, simple laborers of the sea. We, we were the ones who you would cruise ships for. And tomorrow, I will destroy the pebble. There's like some drunken, yeah. 
and uh, Magnus gets up and he stumbles over to in like uh, dockside warehouses. There's the that space where there it's like open to the water where the boats can pull oh, in and yeah. unload. And he just is pissing over the side through the whole time. You're like giving that spiel. He's like, yeah, yeah. We'll see how you do tomorrow. You're fighting dwarves tomorrow. Yes, I am. I heard one of yours has a really cute nickname. Not one of mine. A distant cousin. Viatrix, <laughs> we're, in, we're in the company of gentle people. You must excuse yourself. Sorry. Tell me, Magnus, just so I know beforehand, this mountain, taller, is that why they call him that? Is he an inch or two taller? Stronger? Magnus grunts and walks over, uh, starts walking over to like his satchel. How many times must I tell you this, Orello? And he pulls out a map of the like a world map, and he like flat flattens it. This is where the fjords are, and this is where Rongerkam is. Do you see all that blue in between? I've never met them. Surely, with a name like that, you would have heard of him in your little fjords. We don't all know each other, okay? All right, fine. <laughs> Arello. Yes? Are you part dwarf? Arello gets really, really red <laughs> in the face. <laughs> Is that why you're so short? Short! Short! It's not... I'm not... I'll have you know... He, he pulls a wooden chair over and stands on top of it. I'll have you know I'm not short, Missy. She just stands up from her seat <laughs> and and dwarfs him. <laughs> and then she she like leans way back and then just falls back down onto the chair. <laughs> this is what I expected. You mighty oaks and all that. He takes steps down off the chair. I am not short. I am much taller than he. And I I point at Magnus. I could not be related. It's not my fault. It's the the water under the docks. Makes it move funny. It is your fault. You've had too much to drink. You have the constitution of an idiot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Magnus stands up. Gentle people, gentle people. There's only one way to settle this. And he slams down two tankards on in front of both of you. Drink! Vyashek uh, just throws up. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we call that a disqualification then? Uh, <laughs> Magnus shrugs, picks them back up, and starts drinking out of both of them. Now, now it doesn't have to be like that. And he takes one <laughs> from him and starts drinking too. And he'll, uh, he'll like do do the slow raise and like meet eyes with Magnus and see who's going to put their tankard down first. Uh, defy danger plus constitution. Love I knew what you wanted, so I wanted uh, <laughs> I wanted to to like not not totally miss this opportunity. Oh, that's no good. I've got a uh, I've got a six currently. Okay, so you win, and Magnus like slowly finishes it, and he goes to put it down, and then just goes kind of like like stiff as a board, and just slowly rocks back and forth, and he falls backwards. And standing behind him, there's someone from your past on the Seath Islands mm. that 
their memory haunts you. Who is it? She was one of the elders. She didn't want me to leave because she said I wasn't ready. She said I would die. She said I was a fool and not ready for the world. And I think I knew her my whole life and believed her, but no one's going to fucking stop me from leaving. And uh, Viatrix, I'm going to ask the same question to you. Katero was uh, an old man that I would always buy candy for every time I went to the market. And I just never knew what happened to him after the the lizard riders came. Okay. So you both see standing right behind where Magnus falls. So Arello, you see Mitra. And Viatrix, you see Katuro. Standing in the same place. You're just it's the same spot. You guys are just both seeing different things there. And both of them, they don't look flesh and blood. They look the same sort of spectral as the city in the sky, that same sort of blue, green, slightly opaque. And they're there for a moment. And you both get on their faces, there's this look of extreme panic. And then the visage just fades away. And looking around this warehouse, there's a lot of the dwarves and humans with that same panicked look on their face. Anybody with awareness left noticed. What do you do? I mean, Arello's pretty dumbstruck by that. What the hell was that? Did you did you see an old an old lady just now? No, an old man. I'm like clutching my side. And then reflexively, I grab my broken sword and look at it. And it's obviously not glowing because there aren't dragon riders about. Where has everyone gone? I'm going to walk over to see if Magnus is okay. He's stiffened up. and He's fine now. Yeah. He's, he's like, uh, uh, part of the very drunk fainting yeah. dwarves. <laughs> 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 they stiffen up. and Yeah, I mean, he's, he's not fine. He's definitely, like, blacked out. But, yeah. Magnus. Uh, yeah, have your men take you home. You have no constitution, my friend. He he, like pats you on the shoulder as you're helping him up. Uh, always uh, the same way, and he throws up on your shoes. Stop! Stop! All right, let's go home, boys. And he like takes two steps and starts to fall over before a couple of his bodyguards like scoop him up and keep him from going down. Perhaps time for us to go to Arello. Yes. It seems that the life has left the party. Is there anything else, like, strange in this room? Because we're kind of acutely looking around. Uh, go ahead and discern realities for me. Sure, yeah. That seems bad for me. Discern realities is intelligence, right? Wisdom. Wisdom. Oh, great. That's better. That's a five. <laughs> I mean, a four. <laughs> God damn it, Zach, quit rolling. <laughs> okay, so you guys don't see anything here, but uh, the camera cuts away from the interior of the warehouse, and it cuts to the tent where Imral Aleth's body is being kept. And it's sort of a big circus tent. It's large with one entryway where they can collect people paying to go in and see, and the camera like goes through the door, and it's... The tent is empty, except for a cloaked figure standing over the corpse where it's on display. And we see, for just a moment, his hand dart down and then pull up. 
and the camera zooms in and he's taking the a white porcelain mask that's sort of veined in red and the this cloak figure turns and leaves the tent Brindis, what were you planning on doing after visiting Olivara? Net, this bow is very wonderful, and I really appreciate it, but you've obviously inflated your prices for the festival. Hardly. <sighs> what makes you think I'm the sort to pull some dirty trick like that? I price my goods at what they're worth. And they happen to be worth more during the festival. Look, I'm not here calling you a liar or a cheat. You're just taking advantage of the current population. Boom. And look, do you or do you not want your goods to be wielded by a fool in the pits? Hmm? He strokes his broad chin. Good point. He holds up a finger. Fine. I'll sell it to you for two gold on the condition. And he takes the bow. And he, he, like, gets out his paint pots, and he, he writes uh, Nets Armory uh, on the bow in big letters on both of the, like, arms of the bow. There. Now everybody will see. And you better win. I'll win, Net, but come on now. Two gold? Really? You should be paying me for this kind of advertisement. I don't think that's how it works. How about a wager, then, hmm? Hmm, what did you have in mind? Have you heard about the mountain? Uh, his eyes get really big. Indeed. I heard they brought him in on a cart. They brought him in on a cart. Do you know what mountains do? Crush things? How does a mountain crush? They do nothing. They just sit there. How does a mountain crush things? <laughs> Avalanches? You don't get out much, do you? Avalanches. If I take out one of the mountain's eyes with your fletched arrows, hmm, and let everybody know... That your weapon pierced the hide of a mountain. I'll take the bow for free. And, how about this? I'll give you one gold, and I can restock on arrows whenever I need. He shrugs. Nah, that sounds good enough for me. He, he puts a quiver on the countertop. And Brennis is going to hand him a gold piece. And if your friends are ever in the business for some new weapons... Hell, they know where to find me. I'll send them right to you, Net. So the next morning dawns, and you guys head to the arena, I'm assuming. Yeah, I assume this is pretty early in the day. Yeah. Or at the very least, you have to get there early in the day. Yep. Uh, on your way in, the uh, there's a quite a large crowd gathered uh, in front of the arena, which is not to be unexpected. But part of this crowd is elves there's a like a line of jatakan guardsmen who are keeping them back and you read a situation well enough to know this is a riot about to happen that this is after yesterday word in the street is that there's something coming there's you know bottles being thrown and well not bottles but like bricks rocks that kind of thing the guards are pushing with their halberds, keeping them out. Is it just me, or does this not look good? It isn't good. It is good, but it isn't good. There's something I should tell you two right now. Uh, avoid the parts of towns that elves avoid, all right? Avoid them? 
Yes. All right. What do you know, Brendis? More than I can tell you right now, I'm sorry, Vi. But just keep with the elves, all right? We can worry about the little people later. For now, I've got a mountain I gotta climb. (laughs) 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 How long have you been sitting on that one, Arello? Well, if we're being honest, like a couple of hours, I woke up early this morning since we didn't get to drink all night and I'd, I'd... I thought I might say it in front of everyone when 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 everyone's listening to me. After I've I've cut his his fucking head off, I'll just scream out like I climbed the mountain, and then I I just I just like kind of hack at him for a while and scream, and you know scare the kids or something. Well, all right, do good luck with that. They're not going to remember your name unless you say something. Do you always want to be the fool? Nice bow and arrow, by the way. It Looks got, new. It is. It is. You should. You two. Oh, we got a sponsor, sort of. A what? A Sp- what? A sponsor. A sponsor. What does that mean? Net. Net said that he would give us things in exchange for advertising for him in the pit. Advert. What? You know. Saying that we got his our stuff from him. I don't use bows. Well, you don't. You get. He has other things. He has, you know, swords and stuff. I, He's an armor. I kind of just use this. I heft it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys are like in the staging area again. You can see out through the grill of the portcullis that the arena where it was flooded yesterday broken up periodically are large pillars so that it's sort of a forest that rises at different heights and levels. Hey, Arello, I say as I like strap something to something else. Yeah. What's a tiger? Uh <laughs> strap. It's like strap. uh like you know like a horse kind of Mhm. Yeah, I know what a horse is. But with like big scary teeth and claws instead of hooves and regular teeth. Hmm. Um like a wolf? Yes. It's like a wolf but much bigger and yeah, it it it's got it it's big. It's big. It's really big. Like that's the main thing and they're fast. I like a I like a have bear one myself. Yeah, like but like in between a bear and a wolf, you know, it's like more limber but but equally as vicious. It's faster. And this one has wings, so that really is going to throw the whole stratagem out the window. I would say with the wings, we are really going to have to kind of think on our feet here. So it's a it's a hawk bear wolf. Yes, sort of. And with that, there's a a huge roar comes from the arena, like the MGM lion roar, or like the yeah, roar of the crowd. Yeah, no, not the roar of the crowd. It cuts through the roar of the crowd, and everybody falls silent above. And you see on a long chain diving down onto one of these stone pillars a huge white tiger that's striped black and on its four paw like four limbs and back and chest and head uh is a silver colored plate armor and it has huge wings and it's it's bigger than a regular tiger what the fuck that's way bigger than a bear uh yeah well maybe this is the one 
Uh, he's kind of like stretching his arms out, getting ready. Uh, I would like to kill it. I propose I kill it and you watch. Sound good, fool? Brendis is like looking down the shaft of one of the arrows that he has. I think Nat's only crooked arrows. <laughs> wow, yeah, Brendy, yeah. I want to kill it. Don't kill it. All right, I promised. I should tell you too. I promised that I would shoot Mountain the Mountain in the eye with an arrow. You can you do it after I kill the Mountain? I would like to kill him also. I suppose I didn't clarify he'd be dead or alive. Fantastic. I will take the two big things. You all deal with the rest. You, uh, Brendis, can I see that? Uh, you're supposed to string it this way. And I re-bend it and curve it back the other way. <laughs> God's net has no idea what he's doing, and neither do I. <laughs> do you guys hear the, the like thud of the announcer's staff as it smacks on the, the balcony? Your first team this day, ladies and gentlemen, from the faraway lands of Rongercom. And you hear the, the portcullis go up on the other side. Commander Zhao! And out steps uh, a, sh- a dwarf. I don't have to say he's short. He's a dwarf. He's like very scarred up, and he's he puts his helmet on in one hand and draws a saber. And on the other arm, he has a round shield. Shun! And uh, another in all blue robes carrying a pike uh, another dwarf steps out this he's not her suit at all he's like shaved and his head's shaved and last but certainly not least bayot the mountain and the crowd starts cheering and there's just these grinding steps and a huge uh silhouette fills the gateway it looks like it's carved from stone this massive figure and as the sunlight hits it and illuminates it better, you realize that it is stone and that inside the chest of this thing, this massive golem, is a, a dwarf with the arms like outstretched into where its arms would be. And, you know, he's piloting it. I, it's Axel. I, it's a, a dwarf. I both hate and love you for this. Yeah, this is great. I'm a little disappointed that this is what the mountain is, but not in the sense that you did something wrong, but in the sense I wanted to shoot him in the eye. Well, there's an eye to shoot. Like, there's a guy who is running it. All right, we'll have to equivocate this. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you not have that power within oh. you? <laughs> yes, I think I do. <laughs> yes, this will actually work perfectly. Well, I better be last. I assume. Get in front of me. As you're pushing the two of us yeah, in front of you? Yeah, I'm pushing both of you in front of me because obviously they're going to call the biggest and baddest last, and that would be me. <laughs> And on the other side... Oh yeah, Viatrix, don't look it in the eye if you get the chance. It'll think that it's you're its prey, and then it will just single in on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As the... Like, yeah. as you're there asking, you like, what do you mean? <laughs> Brindis the fool. Yay. Yeah, the crowd. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. As you, Brindis steps out. Viatrix the peaceful. And Orello, the woodcarver. And I bust out and he's like, ah, to, to, to mild applause. <laughs> it's fierce mild. Yeah. It, it, there's like a few, there's a small but vocal minority who's starting to, to, to back <laughs> this man. And he points to them. You in the back. 
Remember, to gain victory this day, you need only slay the tiger. Without further ado, commence. What do you guys do? Uh, I'm going to yell to Arello. Um, I've got the one with the shield. I'm going to run for Commander Zhao. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to big ol' smash into him with my broken sword slash axe slash whatever you want to call it wholeheartedly like telegraphing this so that he pulls his shield up because I just want to batter like through that thing yeah go ahead and hack and slash sweet uh that is an eight yeah okay as you are rushing towards him he throws the shield at you like Captain America style like throws it go ahead and roll a d8 and add two to it it, it like clips you as you're coming in. Okay, four damage. And then just go ahead and roll your damage. Yeah, so I take that as a smash into my into my shoulder and just kind of roll through and let the momentum of my uh, sword just like keep carrying me into him. So that's gonna be five damage, but most notably, I'm going for that forceful tag, especially since he doesn't have a shield now. You put him on his ass, and I think that your axe blade or sword blade cuts pretty deeply across his chest. Yeah, it does also have messy, but it's just a forceful attack that I was okay. leaning yeah, into. Yeah, I think that. I think with the eight you just get the like knocking him down. Um Arello or Brindis. Yeah, I want to try to climb the nearest shortest pillar. Okay. Um yeah, I think you see one that's about like chest height on you. And it's it's sort of like the first stepping stone that you could use to climb up through these. So go ahead and defy danger plus strength for me. Uh, seven. Yeah, you are able to get up on it, but since you're the first one to kind of enter the tiger's range of vision, it's sort of zeroed in on you right now. I think that I hop up onto the pillar and, you know, kind of scramble up. And as soon as I get on top of the pillar, I lock eyes with the tiger and just, Morello, I did the thing you said not to do. What do you mean? What? Oh, no, you looked it in the eye? Morello? Don't. And he's, like, caught between his passion to just charge at the mountain and his friend who's being tied down. It's like, uh, oh, I want both. Okay, um, hey, you! And he starts slamming uh, his axe against, like, the side of one of the pillars. Um, You big beast, I'm here. You don't want him, he's flabby. I've got real meat. Yeah, go ahead and defy danger plus charisma. Isn't there, do you have, what are you waiting for? Is that a different class? That's, oh, I do. Oh. Oh. Now, I, know, I don't know if this, yes. if you can do it to this. Uh, when you cry to challenge to your enemies, roll plus con on a 10 plus. They treat you as the most obvious threat to be dealt with and ignore your companions. Yup. That, that seems right. Yeah, yeah. no, that's uh, right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go for that. Oh, no, Zach. Zach. It's Zach's day today. Uh, so that's four. I rolled a four. Well, mark your, mark your XP yeah. at least. You you get something that you want, but nothing to do with the tiger. So you are like banging on this pillar, and you hear like clink, and then of like chain unspooling, and one of the golem's arms grabs you, and you're just being reeled in to bay Wait, out the mountain. Wait, did it like scorpion me? Yeah, it's chi- oh. it's got like a f- chain hand that it shoots it's out. Let's crank. Uh, so it, it's got it's its hand is like big enough to like 
go around my waist, basically. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's, like, around your waist. I think it's more of, like, grappling hook around like, your oh, shoulders yeah. and stuff. Okay. Oh, okay, so I don't get to choose, then. Um, I'm going to try and hunker down. I'm not coming to you. You come to me. And I'm going to try and just pull him into me with uh, all of my strength. Uh, Yeah, defy danger plus strength. Come on, I gotta get out of this funk. That'll be a nine. Yeah, you feel it pulling a little bit, and then it just stops pulling, and it's coming towards you. It just, uh, Bayot's just running towards you, and its other fist is cocked. And you see along its arm is a, a blade of an axe that's like up by its elbow. Let's let's cross axes. Is he like running with it extended in front of him like that, or is yeah, he like gonna? Yeah, swing? yeah. No, he's like running to basically back arm you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and lop his arm off. All right, uh, hack and slash. That'll be a twelve. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. You have messy, I assume. I do uh, on any weapon I use because I have muscle bound. So any weapon I use has messy and forceful. It's an additional D6 if I put myself in a spot. It's a D6, yeah. Sweet. I want to do this. Uh, 13 damage? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, you you take its arm off, and then your axe, I think, keeps going into where the actual pilot is. So, yeah, blood's, like, spraying out from the pilot. Fantastic. Is it doing, like, Kill Bill-style, like, fire hydrant in a little bit? Yeah, of course. I'm going to slap on it and then just put a a hand of his blood on my head and just scream out as I, like, uh, writhe in the glory of my my first interaction of this particular combat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shun... So he has his, the spear butt is still planted. The spear is still straight up and he's looking at you and he's just got his other hand pointed out at you and each of his fingers starts glowing like a bright star blue. And then they, those they like beams out at you. Go ahead and take a D8 plus two damage and it ignores armor. Woohoo! That'll be eight. Ouch. Uh, all right, Viatrix. Ah! <laughs> what are you doing? You've got Zhao on the ground, and you just, I think it's just like from your peripheral vision, see this bright blast of blue. Yeah, I can't really worry about that right now. I just have to hope that they're taking care of themselves. I don't hear Brenda screaming. It's just Arello, so Arello's fine. <laughs> um, I'm going <laughs> to... It's potentially good, yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to chop through Zhao's guard. I'm just going to keep hacking down at him since he's on the ground, you know. I've got a big advantage here, so I'm just taking big, like, chopping logs. Like, this is taking me back to the farm. Are you, like, losing yourself a little bit is honestly what this sounds like? Uh, I don't. Maybe. Maybe a little <laughs> Maybe a little bit of it is the sword. We don't know yet. But, no, mostly I'm thinking I'm just taking these big, like, overhand swings, right? Like, this is just something I'm good at. I'm strong. Uh, yeah, go ahead and hack and slash. Oh, yeah. That's a 12, baby. Brad, roll your damage. Cool. I'll uh, I'll take that. I'll take that messy. By the way, I'm not putting myself in the spot. I'm not Arello. Put yourself in no. <laughs> That's gonna be a seven damage. And if I can take a hand, I'm gonna do it. Uh, you can take a whole lot more than that. All right, sweet. Uh, <laughs> what's it look like when you just fucking kill this guy? Fucking great. Yeah. So I just, it's a big like swing down, 
Uh, and I think he holds his sword up and it knocks it out of his hand. Um, and it let, that like scatters across the sand, bring it back up big down. And he holds up like both of his arms and it just cuts through both arms and just like sinks into his chest. Red. And that's it. I just <laughs> yank it back out. Maybe, it, maybe it seems to absorb the blood that is stuck to it. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know yet. We don't we know, know yet. Maybe. <laughs> Camera lingers there for half a second. Um, Brindis, are you still having a staring contest with the the flyger? I I call for Orello, and Orello gets Blitzcrank hooked, and so I'm just staring at the tiger for a minute before scrambling up the rest of the way up this pillar, and I'm going to start hopping around from pillar to pillar, trying to avoid this thing. Uh, yeah, defy danger plus dex. It's a 11 or 12, actually. Yeah, I think it, you're hopping around and it's doing that like cat prowl thing where it's like keeping you in sight and it's just spinning on the pillar that it's on. You manage to work your way up to a pillar where you have it like an advantageous position on it. You're slightly above it. So I've been I've been jumping acrobatically, landing on my, you know, going from my hands to my feet and making a bit of show of everything and I'm going to land like do a flip in midair and land in a, in a crouch and I'm going to shoot it in the hopefully in the face with an arrow. Yeah, go ahead and volley. So it's a 9 and I will Oh, we're putting ourselves in a spot here. That's that's this sounds like I'm I'm sacrificing positioning for coolness. Yeah. Alas, that's just two damage though. So you get the shot off and it just like pings off this plate armor. I think it would have been right in the eye as the arrows like glancing off this armor. It's coming at you. What do you do? Well, let's let's jump on its back. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is the chimera still, right? Where I'm jumping yeah. on its back. Yeah. I'm gonna try to ride it. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. Because this is probably kind of like a long jump situation, both long and high. Go ahead and defy danger plus strength. It's nice knowing you guys. <laughs> no, it's a seven. Oh. <laughs> nice. We ain't dead yet. Yeah. You you don't have like a you don't land on its back so much as you manage to grab onto its armor as you sail overhead. You are technically like on its back, but you're barely on there. Your grip is tenuous. Is it like flying around the arena now? It is now, yeah. I think it's trying to buck you off. Ah! Ah! Help! Uh, Arillo. Yeah. What are you doing? Tangling with a mountain? Uh, yeah. How how do these this blue beam feel? Like, is it like hot, cold? Is it gonna mo- slow it my movement is... speed? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you lose fifteen feet off your Damn. infinite movement a turn. Damn. No, I think it's it's one of those like freezer burn situations mm-hmm. where it is extremely cold therefore it burns yeah 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 so the mountain's probably dealing with the fact that he lost his arm and he's actually had to feel mortal woundage yeah uh where is that arm uh on the ground i would like to pick up said arm and throw it at uh the the the, the guy who shot me at the laser beams <laughs> actually this is what i want to do i want to try and collapse the pillars that he's by. So I'm going to throw this fucker into the pillars. Are you going, trying to use pure destruction on this too? Yeah. Do it. Sweet. Oh, uh, defy danger plus strength, I suppose. Yeah. I got an 11. 
The which the D eight supposed to be higher, right? I believe so. Yeah. 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 And the D eight is much higher. Okay. The arm slams into the pillar, and for a minute, it doesn't seem like it does, and then you see the cracks just like spider web out, and then it slowly tilts and drops on him. Roll your damage. Five. Yeah. He like starts to jump out of the way, but most of this collapses on him, and he's alive, but like underneath rubble awesome i gesture away and look towards the crowd and give a big demonstrative like dusting off of my hands to them so (laughs) brindy's screaming out (laughs) oh i had a thing since he was screaming i think while arello's like basking in the glory or whatever and i've uh since killed this dude uh, my plan is a terrible one i'm gonna run up and uh I probably just smash my sword into one of the pillars um, to like stick it in there. And then I grab the chain that's tied to the tiger and I start yanking it down to try and get Brendis to a point where Brendis can like jump off onto a pillar or something. This is such a bad idea. Defy danger plus strength. Nine. You can give me an aid. If you can convince me, yeah. You can, like, poke it in the eye. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, with an arrow. Oh, fuck. That's great, actually. I like I like that a lot. So I'm hanging onto the armor for dear life, and the chain becomes taut suddenly, and the flagger's path is interrupted, and I take that opportunity to crawl up as quickly as I can and shove an arrow in its eye. Yeah, roll the aid. Ah, uh, that's Snake Eyes. yeah you're like climbing up towards its head and the chain jerks taut and you're not ready for the like sudden change in trajectory and you go flying go ahead and roll a d8 that is five okay so you take five damage and then tell me which one of your limbs is broken Mm. it's gotta be one like my arm, right? I put my arm out to try to brace the fall and just oh, cr- yeah. just crunch. Which hand do you break? My left arm. I'm going to break my left Ouch. arm. I think it's like uh, the sound of like a sapling being snapped. Oh. And you just hear the whole crowd that sort of simultaneously like, Ugh. Yeah, so Viatrix, I think that the the nine result, your sword is stuck in there. It's going to take you a while mm. to like pry it loose. Cool. Yeah, I don't even realize that yet. I'm still very focused on this chain. That makes perfect sense. Wait, I think you see me go. Yeah. Flying. I'm definitely one of the people cringing like, oh. Arello. Uh, yeah. What are you up to? You just like smashed this pillar. And I think the, you hear Bayat getting up behind you. I'm going to charge at him and try and get the other arm because then he's got nothing. And I could probably finish him off even if he's still alive. Yeah. Um. Are you just trying to cut the arm off? Yeah, if that'll inc- I think that'll incapacitate him. So, okay. yeah, I'm just trying to I'm running headlong at him and just going to take a big take a big ball change step and just leap in and overhead cut down on the arm if I can. Uh-huh. Uh defy danger plus strength. And I'd probably give you pure destruction since you're just trying to destroy his arm. Whew. Uh, that's gonna be 13, 14, 15. Yeah, you cut the golem's arm just right off. I would like to try and pick up this arm 
and shoot the hand at the Liger. Yeah, I think it's going to take two rolls. Sweet. The first one is just to pick it up and, mm. like, aim it. Yeah. And then the second one is to figure out the mechanism. So I think it's going to be a defy danger and then a defy danger plus strength and then plus intelligence. I like it. There's no way this could go poorly. Absolutely no way. The strength is a 12. Okay. Nice. Good. Yeah. <laughs> now you, for the intelligence. You've drawn bead on the, the Liger. I'm like, Liger. Ah! That's hilarious. I got a 10. <laughs> Damn. Oh fuck! Yeah, oh, that uh, the ch- the <laughs> hand just like gets launched out and grabs. I think the one of the wings and just starts pulling it back in. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I yell to Arello, like, keep pulling! And I think we're gonna try to rip this wing off. I'm gonna pull on this chain if he pulls on that chain. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, Viatrix, go ahead and make the the main roll, and then Arello can aid. All right. Are you thinking? So it's a defy plus strength. Okay. Oh, that's a cocky die. Oh god. Uh, I got an eight. Okay. So no need for a defy danger yeah. or uh, an aid. Yeah, you guys managed to rip this wing off. But the flyger is falling towards Viatrix, and I think, you know, her sword's stuck in the column. So what do you do, Vi? Well, yeah, that's exactly my goal, is that I'm going to yank my sword out and just, like, like block it to the side, but I can't get my sword out. So that's bad. Uh, so I'm probably just going to have to dodge out of the way at the last second. Actually, you know what? It's way fucking cooler if the uh, Zhao shield is right at my feet, so I'm going to grab that and hold it up in front of me. Oh, yeah, cool. Defy Danger plus Constitution, then. A much worse stat for me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's a fail. (laughs) This tiger just pounds into you as it's falling. Is it, like, just smashing me? You guys successfully ripped its wing off. I don't think there's much, like... It's not directing its fall. So go ahead and uh, take a D8 of damage. Cool. Um, I do have a question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have a shield. That gives me plus one armor? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yes! All right, that's six damage then. Wolf. Brindis, how are you doing? Bad. Is there, like, bones sticking out? Oh, yeah, this looks fucking mm. terrible. What are you doing, though? Are you trying to get back in the fight, or? So I, I hit the ground hard, and I lay there for a minute. Gathering my wits about as much as anything as I try to push myself up, I make it worse, right? I don't realize that my arm's fucked at first. And then I, I roll over and I look at it, and I'm going to snap the head off of an arrow, and I'm going to try to tie it around my arm for a splint. Yeah. Go ahead and defy danger plus I'm torn between intelligence and wisdom. Um, Probably intelligence, though, since it's like minor surgery. That's a four. Oh, no. So you start to kind of like fade in and out, and you see Shun pulling himself up and seeing you down and start moving towards you. He's dragging one shattered leg behind him, and he's got the pike leveled for like a killing thrust. So realizing that I don't have enough time to make a splint, 
I roll onto my feet, push off with the one good hand that I have. And in that minute, I'm going to reach into my boot, and I'm going to try to stick him between the eyes with a throwing dagger and make a run for it. Hell yeah. Uh, volley for me. That ain't good for your boy. That's a five. Oh. The blade flicks past his ear, and he closes the last little bit and thrusts with the pike. Uh, go ahead and take a D6. So yeah, he's right up in your grill now. My throwing dagger clangs limply against the pillar behind him. I'm going to wrap my arm around the spear, and I'm going to try to bite his nose off. Fuck yeah. Uh, hack and slash. Can I be running towards him? Please be. <laughs> yeah, in the background. I yeah, think. I'm like huddled low. I'm trying to run fast. And That's quiet. an 11. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yes. Uh, go ahead and deal your damage. Eight. Damn. <laughs> how, do you, how do you kill this guy? I bite his fucking nose off and headbutt him, and he falls to the ground. And with his spear still in my hand, I'm going to flick it around deftly and stab him in the throat. Fuck yeah. He's dead. Uh, I had my knife out because I was just going to try and slit his throat. Well, I assumed he was like going to just tower over you. Well, I think I don't think you can see me yeah, when you're yeah, running you're up. Like, so you got the knife up, and he just falls backward, and I stab him, and I just look at him, look at you, and like meet your eyes and nod, and then just f- collapse. Yep, I... Put the put the knife back in, get the axe back out, and start charging. I basically, I think I like went one way, and then I'm trying to go back now towards uh, the other teammate. Now that yeah, Bryn- Brindy is Brindy is safe. Uh, yeah, as you're dashing back towards Viatrix, you see Bayot now out of the mountain, crawling across the sand to get out of the arena. The crowd's fucking booing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm just going to run and smash this pillar over so that it falls onto him. Hell yeah. Uh, defy danger plus strength. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go ahead and bend bars, lift gates. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that's cool with y'all. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's a 10, so I got to choose three. Uh, It doesn't take a very long time. Nothing of value is damaged. I guess it doesn't make an inordinate amount of noise, so it can't be fixed. Sure. Uh, yeah, and the the pillar just splats Bayot, and the crowd's roaring, and uh, now it's just you three and the tiger. <laughs> you still got to kill that. Yeah. Oh, I'm I am so going towards this tiger. Is it backing up? I think it's sort of like regained its feet, and it's looking back at its wing that's gone. Yeah, it's in fight or flight mode. It's yeah. like all crouched down. Yeah, yep. just like snapping and Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to start approaching it calmly with my arms outspread and my axe at the ready. I'm very sorry. But I don't think and I'm like shaking my hand up at it while I'm trying to like divert its attention that you're big enough. And when it like finally like tries to swipe at me, I'm just going to go up underneath it, uh, its arm and just try and like gut it and just like tear everything out from the like rib cage underneath it. Yeah, uh this thing's pretty wary. Mm-hmm. Uh I think you're going to have to roll to get underneath or like through its defenses. Oh, sweet, yeah. And then to get up to where you can actually Oh, attack okay. It. Yeah, it is big, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. 
when it, when the swipe comes, I'm just gonna turn into a barrel roll forward. Yeah, and uh, then yeah, get up in there and just slice it at its guts. Defy plus dexterity. That'll be an eight. I think it it just clips you. So go ahead and roll uh, a d8 and add two to it. Sweet. That'll be nine. Does the armor apply? Yeah. Um, but now you're up underneath of it, and you can go ahead and, and attack it if you want to. I think that's what I've got to do. So I just start trying to, trying to make its guts come on the outside. Yep. Just this is slash. fame and glory, right? Ooh. I give you fame and glory on it. I like it. I'm just yelling out at the same time. You're not even worthy of my blade! As I just, like, bury this shit into it. That will be a 10, but there will be a complication because my D6 is higher than my D8. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage while I am thinking of... Are you going to put yourself in a spot? It is my character's way. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing, Nathan? I just... I don't want you to know what I think, so I'm just turning... I mean, I know what the crowd thinks. It's do just, it. I do know. it. I know. <laughs> but uh, if both of them die, we get more money. I mean, <laughs> I. It is better. I'm going to die. All right, fuck it. I'll put myself in a spot. I don't oh, care. No. All right. Damn. That will be 12 damage. F- fuck yeah. For the, the complication, your axe is stuck. And for the spot, it's like back leg. As you like hit it, it whips around and just kicks you back. Uh, yeah. And so you're you just like are away from your weapon. Shit. Yeah. Brendis, what are you? Oh baby, I'm sorry. I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. Okay. I'm done. I collapsed before and I've crawled my way over to a pillar, but I'm concussed. I've broken a limb severely and I'm done. Uh Viatrix. I'm gonna get back over to my sword and wrench it out of that pillar and then I'm gonna go chop this flagger in half. Yeah, I think you're able to just get the get your sword out of the pillar at this point and then you can go go ahead and hack it slash. Sweet. That is a nine. Okay. Uh rule your damage for All me. Right. I'll take an eight if someone wants to. Oh, I yeah. think I can actually totally. So describe what you were doing. Like were you just going up I and think just I'm cutting just, I'm at pretty it? coldly like I think because it's pretty damaged and it's been focused on you, so I think I get the chance to wrench the axe out or the the, the sword out, and I'm gonna like walk over and I'm gonna probably make maybe make a little like skip, you know, like a skip to the side and try to like swing my my sword up into its belly. My sword has like um over the edges of the handle, there's like points that come out where the blade comes down and it comes to a sharp point. Uh, so I'm gonna catch that probably and try to rip its belly open. Yeah, totally. I think. I see you coldly marching and know this is the, the end of it. And I don't have an axe, but I do have my dagger. So I take it out from my side and I get up and I run and I, I become the loud, boisterous, bombastic one as I'm just screaming high hell at this Cretan. I'm just trying to get it to look at me so that Viatrix has yeah. the opening. So I just hurl my dagger at its face. Like, Come get me, you fucker. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll the aid. This could be so bad. How about a 13? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll work. Yeah, so it zeroes in on you and 
Viatrix, you have your opening. You got your 10 plus. Yeah, I mean, I'll roll my damage. Let's do this. Uh, will a 10 do it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to trigger this messy, so I think I'm just going to rip its stomach open and its intestines like fall out. That's done. Yeah, I think there's just like that oh, very wet, like, and it's it dies. Collapses mid-charge towards Orello. The crowd's on their feet, stamping, cheering. I'm going to go and like help Orello to his feet since you were kind of digging into it, right? And probably fell when it fell. Yeah, I get you. You help me to my feet. Brendis is fucked, and I'm gonna walk over to Brendis. Uh, uh, leave him be for a minute. We have to do this now while we can get their attention. If you allow me, I'll retrieve my knife that wasn't too far away. Yeah, and I'll walk over to the beast and I'll put my boot on its back and like go ah to the crowd. And then I'm just gonna take the knife down and just start cutting its head off. Oh, Brad. Uh, yeah, you're able to do that, and I think the crowd is on their feet now, and they're, like, stamping and chanting, Viatrix, what are you doing? I will say, if you guys want to use the renown that you'll get at the end of this on the the statue, do you have to have a trophy? You have to have trophies. Uh, you already splinted your arm, right? I got interrupted. Shouldn't, shouldn't attack oh, me yeah. as I was. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use an adventuring gear, then. Not easy. Sorry, it's a about to be a lot worse before it gets better. Okay, there. It's done. It's done. All right. Thank you. Thank the gods Orello has their attention. I look better this way. <laughs> yeah, all right. There's the, the booming of the staff hitting the ground. All right. Let's get you up to your feet. Come on. This is this is for you, too. All right. And I'm, and I'm like, leaning on Vi's shoulder. Ladies and gentlemen, you have your victors. Warriors, claim your prizes. Glory awaits you. Oh, for your That's like us- their dismissal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet you're there, There's us- more fights. They gotta they gotta yeah. get this thing flipped. Did you grab a trophy, Vine? Uh I have I'm trying to think of what I want. So obviously, Arella, you're taking the head of the flagger, which is I mean oh, I'm yeah. kinda <laughs> one that killed it, but it's okay. Uh yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> well if we look back at the tape. <laughs> Maybe I'll take Zhao's sword? I think I'll probably just grab that. I already have a shield, but I'm actually going to use that, I think. So, uh, yeah, we make our way down. Yeah. yeah. Cool. The the other fighters, either the fighters who are fighting solo or the ones who are chariot racers and stuff, they're down there and you get pats on the back and some good g- attaboys. Lots of butt pads. What do you guys do? As we come down and people are like congratulating us and stuff, uh, Vi's gonna grab whatever like gladiator arena slave there is or servant or whatever. Vi's gonna grab him by the collar and like yanks him close. He's like, "Go get the ghoul!" and shoves him off. Uh, he he nods and yeah, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, and just dashes away. And then I'm gonna set Brendis down on a bench. I just slump there for a minute, breathing pathetically. We're at the statue. I don't like you, and you don't like me. So I brought you a thing. It's too small for me. I'm supposed to get something bigger, but you can you can have you can have this one. Yeah. So you each got three favor from the fight, and Viatrix, you got one extra one for striking the killing blow on the flagger. May I petition for best bump? <laughs> <laughs> 
you'll have to explain what best bump oh. means. Oh, a bump a bump is the person who's not doing the offensive maneuver making a move look good. In wrestling terms. Oh, yeah. He, he's saying, I got my ass kicked the best. Yeah. Some favor. I would argue, I am the fool. That's my gimmick. Sure. I'll give you another one for that. I require no extra favor. I will not bend your rules. Uh, what was this? What was this like? Fucking God's name, and what did they? What can we spend these favor on? Because I don't remember. His name is Drac the Blood Drinker, and he's like a famous arena champion who's sort of like been elevated to the level of demi godhood. And you can spend favor um, on a ten plus pick two, on a seven through nine pick one. Uh, on a six minus, Drac finds your victory paltry and may influence your luck in the arena. So you can pick the eye, the right hand, which has a raised dagger in it, the left hand, which is the head of a minotaur held up as a, his trophy, or the closed satchel on his hip. So, Aurelo, you just put the head up on the altar. So I'm assuming you're going foist. Yeah, I'm going to spend four. You have three. I have an extra one from last time. I'm oh, spending you're spending four. all four? Okay, fuck yeah. I want to get it. If I, <laughs> if I if I if I snake eyes this like then I guess Arella is just not supposed to get things. Almost. I got two uh two two, so I got eight. Ooh. So you get to pick one. I want the head. Okay. At first nothing seems to happen. And then you hear like a grating of metal on metal, and you see the Minotaur's mouth open and out drops a silver flask. It's chased with gold patterning that looks like sort of the a stylized oh what's the uh the tapestry with the Battle of Hastings on it? The really famous one. The I don't know. Uh, I'm, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's the tapestry. The Bordeaux tra- tapestry? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't that's not right, but uh you look it up. Uh Google it if you're listening, uh, but it's it, so it's sort of like this stylized warrior on like the just the side view of, and he's facing down lots of other warriors. Sweet, um, yeah, it's magic. Cool. I will spout lore on it at some point. Okay. Do you want Do you want to just give me the name? I, yeah, it's I, the Flask of Fellowship. Cool. And I'll spout lore on it. Like, okay. I'm just gonna for the sake of me not putting silver flask and forgetting. The bio tapestry. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I was close. Ah, see, I knew I liked you. I knew I liked you. You like drinking. Ha <laughs> ha. And he, he keisters it and and starts walking away. Is anybody going to remind Arello that he's Drac the blood drinker? No. Nope. No one does that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I walk over and go sit by Brindy. He's passed out. Uh, Viatrix, are you doing anything with the shrine? Or are you... Fuck yeah, I'm dropping this sword off. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Give me a roll plus favor spent. Cool. Yeah, I'm just going to spend it all as well. Hot damn. 13. Do you want to put yourself in a spot? <laughs> 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 so you get to pick two off the list. There's the eye, the right hand with the knife. Or the satchel. Knives really aren't my thing. I'll take the eye and the satchel. Okay. So we'll do the satchel first. It, it like flips up like a chest lid. And inside there's carved scrolls. Uh, as you're watching, one of the carved bronze scrolls turns into a paper scroll. Ooh. It's, a, it's a spell scroll. So it can be used one time. 
It's like a one and done. If you if you had a wizard in the party, they could copy it into their spell book, but but we don't. <laughs> yeah. It's also they're like extremely valuable. Sweet. I assume I have no idea what it does. Yeah, no. And then the uh the eye you see the weapon before you like rust and degrade on the altar, but you gain a temporary move that is related to the enemy that you killed. So I'm just trying to think of a way. So the shield that you grabbed is also magic. Um, oh, sweet. It's a throwing shield that'll come back to your hand. You can also think of it for the next session. Yeah, I, I don't think there'll be... We can talk about it. As Viatrix steps away from the statue of Drac and the altar, you hear uh, footsteps coming up towards you guys. What's this? Brindis, you've got yourself into a fine fix. Brendis lifts his head up off of his chest and looks at Abdul, holds up one finger, sloughs himself off the bench and lurches over to the shrine and puts the nose of Shun on the shrine. I'm going to spend two favor. Nice. Oh, you're not spending all three? I got four, thank you very much. Oh, that's right. That's an eight. Okay, you get to pick one. Well, we haven't done the dagger yet, so let's do the dagger. A ghostly mist rises around the blade and drifts down to the altar, and the nose fades, and where the nose was is a long, black-bladed dagger that's slightly curved and only sharp on one side, and it's somewhere in between the length of a dagger and a short sword. It's got a ruby set into the hilt and is also magic. And I feel like everybody's just like kind of quietly watching Brendis as he picks the sword up off the altar and points it at Abdul from a ways away. I'm not like yeah. holding it point. I finally earned my keep around here, Abdul. And you want to come around here and spoil my fun already? Spoil your fun? And he pulls out a healing potion. I should think I'm adding to it. And tosses he tosses the healing potion to you. Come now, you're not going to be ready to fight the next one in your condition. Pops the cork off of the flask and begins sipping at it. Once you have it finished, he uh, shakes his finger at you. But the price of that is coming out of your winnings. And he, he pulls out bags of coin. You each get 20 coins, and Brendis gets 15. You all look like shit, but you won. And that deserves a feast. As long as there's drinking, I'll do whatever. What kind of feast would it be without drink? Arello, you know me better than that. Usually it's a little light on the drinking and a little heavy on the meat. More fruit this time wouldn't hurt either. My servants shall see to it. This evening we shall dine like champions. And he just sort of like wanders off. Because, I mean, you guys aren't the only fighters that he represents, so it's a busy day for him. Lots of corpses to sell, hustle on the side. As he's turning to leave or whatever, I'm going to sidle up alongside him. Abdul, whichever of your servants reports to the Judicators, give them an errand to run. You don't want to lose Brendis, do you? I can't imagine his mother would be very happy about his condition after the last game. Abdul looks chastened. (laughs) Of course not, of course not. I... Shall let her know, but it's up to you to take good care of the boy. I can't be everywhere, you know. Don't worry about that. Just make sure that she doesn't hear about it. I will do my very best, Viatrix. 
but the arms of the adjudicators are long. I'll send a runner. Enjoy the rest of your day. He sort of sweeps away. You get the feeling that he doesn't particularly like to be scolded by people that he uh, ostensibly owns. What are you guys going to do now? Brindis, I'm assuming, like, magically your arm is pretty much healed. Probably still tender. I guess we've never really discussed the healing powers of a healing potion much beyond the mechanical. It feels pretty powerful if it just, like, heals broken arms and shit because we can, like, really use that to be narratively interesting. Uh, But I don't think that necessarily outpaces the idea that we, like, get to a magical healer. I'm more interested in that, honestly. Right. I have to go find someone to heal the bone. Yeah. Yeah, Like, the actual actual break. That's Like, I think you're functional and maybe, like, you're not in pain. Like, you can deal with it, but it's not... You can't shoot. Yeah, you can't use it. Yeah, I think this until is... until you get it really set, and that could either take three months or you could find somebody to heal it. Okay, well let's let's do that whole thing. So you turn you turn away from Abdul. What was that all about then? Don't worry about it. We need to find you a healer. Do you know someone here? I'm I don't really know this place yet. This isn't the first time I've been stabbed. It's certainly not the first time I've been stabbed in the pit either. There's someone I see for things like this. Um, Turka Cool is their name. A mystic, one of the elves. Very, very good at healing wounds like this. I've heard they might be good about other things as well. Know a little bit about the big game in the area, don't they? Big big game? What are you talking about? I'm looking for a big creature, and he might know where I could find it. That's fine. You can come along. You've you've seen a fair share of scrapes, too. It's all right. Why? Well, someone's got to make sure you get there. And I help Brendis up. Yeah, so how are you finding your way there? Have you ever been to his hut, I suppose? Do you know where it is, or are you going to have to figure it out? The way I position this is this is not an uncommon thing for me to go see him. Okay. You lead the party through the sort of teeming crowds around the fairgrounds and skirt through sort of the worker quarters, the big tenement buildings and moving towards the docks and right next to one of those areas that elves won't go into sort of along the water line far from the dock proper is a small hovel. The hovel itself looks like it's falling down, but the door is very sturdy. All right. All right. Let me go. Hold on. And Brennis pushes himself away from Vi and knocks on the door of the hut. Yes. Took a cool. Let me in. It's Brendis. I have two with me. Oh, good. I have something for you. I am um, later, Takakul. What? Hold on. Hold on to it. Okay. You hear like the bolts sliding and like all the locks being disengaged and the door swings open. Inside of his hut is pretty chaotic. Lots of like potion ingredients stacked along the walls. Just weird esoterica. Just a few spell books kind of haphazardly, like, half-opened. What can I do for you? He, like, ushers the other two in. Well, my primary reason for visiting you right now is I took a, quite a tumble in the fights tonight. Shattered my arm. Can you do something about it? He pulls at his long beard. Yes, I think I can. And he, he pulls out one of the spell books and... Just cast a like cleric spell on your arm. Now, the question, what can you do for me? 
Brendis rolls his eyes. What can I do for you? Turkakul. You saw the castle last night, yes? Everyone saw the castle. What about it? It got me reading some old texts, and I believe there may be ruins of our ancient civilization out in the desert. All right. And he pulls out a like a big leather-bound tome and sets it in front of you and opens to a page that it's got like a, a hand illuminated double picture of uh, a tower. This library was said to contain the wisdom of the ancients. I don't know what that means, but if you could retrieve some for me, I would be most grateful. Some wisdom of the ancients. Yes. Should I bring a bowl? Or what do you want me to put it in? Is it a book? What do you want me to bring you, Turkakul? Deep within the library is a spell book. A human sorcerer who was in the employ of the tyrant king, Lapvedi Etrofash. I believe his magics could help the cause. And Brennus's eyes get really stern for a minute. The cause of your hedge magic, I assume you mean, Turkakul? No, I... Yes, of course. And Brenda smiles. Anything for a friend. Uh, one other thing. I'm sure, from my understanding, my friend Arello here has a question for you, but I have one more thing to ask of you, and I will happily go and get this book. The blood drinker saw fit to bestow me with this dagger. Is it elvish in origin, or do you know anything about it? So Turkakul starts examining it, muttering to himself under his breath. He pulls out a couple old books and flips through them. Ah, well. This is the Void Dagger. Forged long ago by my people. Within the blade is the soul of a murderer. Much more than that I can't tell you. But I can tell you what it does. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, I just don't know how he would put all of this. When you take a creature's life with the Void Dagger, gain three hold and mark off a lives taken box. Let the GM know when you check the fourth box. So spend hold one for one. Uh, When you inflict damage, regain hit points equal to the damage just dealt. Temporarily deprive the target of one of its senses. Gain the reach tag on your next attack. Uh, Teleport a short distance to close in on your target. Oh, fuck yeah. It doesn't, yeah. preci- it doesn't have precise, too, does it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Yep. Plus one damage, one piercing, and precise. Damn. When you mark off one of the lives taken boxes, also make a choice from the list below. You take on a ghostly pallor. You gain sensitivity to the bright light of the sun. Your corporeal form occasionally seems to fade from existence before snapping back to corporealness. You can become completely insubstantial for a brief moment, long enough to avoid an attack or walk through walls. Each time you do this, mark it ability. Um, your eyes begin to glow with bright blue nimbus. You can see wandering spirits. Regular folk have a hard time suffering your gaze. You gain a plus one to charisma-based roles to interact with those who would be unnerved by your inhuman eyes. Those are like embedded things. Basically, the more you kill with the knife, the more inhuman you become. Turkakul turns to uh, Arello. And what can I do for you? Good Master Mage. My name is Arello Brack. From what I've heard 
of the mini streets. They are now calling me the Flesh Carver. They don't. They don't call. I me. require a certain bit of knowledge. I come from the Seath Isles, long across the sea, and I I come to your lands to hunt the biggest thing that I can find. Today, I had the opportunity to slay a flying tiger. I found it to be beneath me, so I gave it to my friend. I require, if you have such vast knowledges, the information of a beast that would be worthy of my blade. Vi and, and Brandis look at each other and just both roll their eyes. <laughs> Turkakul leans back and he strokes his beard, just sort of like sits there thinking, I've got it in the mountains. In the middle of the desert, there is said to be a great bird who, when it beats its wings, storms rise. If you kill this bird and bring me its feathers, I will make myself a wonderful pillow. (laughs) What? No, 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 this isn't... It makes storms. I don't fetch things. I need big, big. It, It is big. How big? I don't know. The legend said it eats elephants. Stop bullshitting me. I need big. It isn't bullshit. He pulls a book out, flips it open, and it's the uh, the Thunderbird. Zapdos. It's yeah, it's, Zapdos. it's Zapdos. Yeah. Yeah, fantasy Zapdos. He, he, like, puts the book in front of you. See? Read. Right there. Is he bullshitting me? Go ahead and discern realities just to see if you can tell. So an 11. Uh, what here is not what it appears to be. He is telling you the truth about this, but deeper in the hut, you see um, what looks like a human arm with bite marks taken out of it. Like that's sort of only half covered up human bite marks or like, I, I guess he's an elf, but he's a cannibal for magic. What here is useful or valuable to me? Turkakul reminds you of the shamans from the Seath Isles, and what's a concoction that they gave to warriors in the Seath Isles to give them either greater prowess in battle or... The shamans from the Seath Isles would paint runes on the faces of young boys when they went out on their first hunts. It it was said to give them the insight of a true hunter. What did the, the powder or the paint that they used smell like? It... Was like a dry powder, but it it smelled like wet moss. Yeah, so you you see this bowl of this same green powder that's sitting out on like a counter, and you you smell it before you see it, but you recognize it as sort of the same thing. Forgive me. Have you ever been to the the Seath Isles? Traveling with uh, my master long ago, we made a brief stop where we were accosted. And very uncouthly asked to leave. But you got to stay long enough to learn a few things, I take it. A few, yes. I can smell them now. Yes, the Isles did have a very unique, pungent scent. He uh, gestures to the bowl. Take it. I will take it. And I will see if I can bring back your bird. Very good. I don't think I'm going to spend it, use the third hold. Okay. He can identify what you got from the statue, too. Oh, yeah. I don't suppose, since you do seem to be 
full of information. You know what this is. And he hands him the flask. I have heard of this. This is the flask of fellowship. It was long ago used by soldiers to prepare their minds for battle. Over the years, it was imbued with some of their courage, their shared might. So when you take a drink and share a story from your past, pass the flask. The next person can choose to take a drink and either expound upon the story uh, if it was a shared memory or tell a story related to the first. They can then pass the flask to another. Each person who shared a drink from the flask takes plus one forward to their next aid roll to help another drinker. Sweet. I will use that at a fireside. And you, my lady, Turkical turns to Beatrix. What can I do for you? Do you know what this does, I guess? And I pass him the scroll. Since you seem so knowledgeable. Yeah, he opens it and starts to slowly read through it. Ah, this was a spell used by hunters. It called upon the the moon to light their way. So the spell is called By the Light of the Watchful Moon. When you successfully cast this spell, choose two off of this list. Uh, You can reveal the location of a hidden item or clue. You can outline those who intend to do you violence in the bright glow of moonlight. This will reveal hidden or invisible enemies, though it does not make the invisible visible. Um, And it can reveal the location of a trap. Excellent. The desert, Brendis. Go to the desert. Find the library. All right, all right. What do you say, you two? Shall we get a drink before we meet up with the ghoul? Yes, that sounds optimum to me. I'm certainly not looking forward to meeting with him again. No, no, me either. But go on, go on, let's go. From my understanding, there's just a place around the corner. And Brendis kind of pushes the two of you out the door. Oh, that's right, I have a bit of money for you too while I'm at it. Turk cool. And he, as soon as Vi and Arella are out of the hut, he turns around and reaches into his pack and... Do you have what I came here for? Of course, of course. One moment, and he, he, like, gets into the chest that they're in and pulls out this wrapped package. Don't drop it. Uh, I love hearing that. And he stuff, stuffs it into his pack as quickly as he can and and marches out the door. Don't take any more tumbles till you get rid of it. My all the money that I have, he means. You know your friend eats people, right? Oh, and you've never eaten a person. What? I'm evil, so left-handed. Wow, wow, guys. Jeez, I feel personally attacked. It was a personal attack, so I'm glad you picked up on that. Jesus. At least you're not evil and stupid. (laughs) I'm going to go home now, I guess. Fuck you guys. We won. (laughs) Once again, good triumphs.
Hello, you beautiful Chimericans. This is Nathan, and I come to you from the far-off future in a ruined Midwestern United States, and I would just like to say that in the middle of the fight between Bayot the Mountain and Arello the Woodcarver, we missed a very vital fact. You see, you see, while the two of them were engaged in mortal combat, they clashed axes, managed to collide their axe blades together, and not a single one of us made an axe-to-axe -axe joke. And I like to think that we offer a better caliber of podcast material than that. So I'd like to take this opportunity to say right now, from the future, to you, they went axe-to-axe. -axe. Thank you.